0: We are discussing a study published in 2023 titled Sensitivity and Specificity of Measuring Children's Free Living Cycling with the thai worn Fibian Axolometer. The study is authored by Ardo and his colleague. So let's go the background a bit. Physical activity, as we all know, is a crucial part of children's daily lives, contributing to their overall health and well-being. And among the various forms of physical activity, active travel, including walking and cycling, can actually account for 20 to 40 percent of daily moderate to vigorous physical activity. And cycling is particularly popular in northern Europe and Scandinavian countries. And it's associated with several health benefits such as lower levels, lower cholesterol concentration and higher physical fitness compared to walking. Accurately measuring free-living cycling and the physical activity level during cycling has been a challenge. This is primarily due to the limitations of device-based methods such as accelerometers, which often underestimate the energy expenditure and moderate to vigorous activity during cycling. So this is where the study we are discussing today comes in. So the researchers aimed to evaluate the duration and intensity of physical activity as well as the sensitivity and specificity of free-living cycling measured with the thigh-worn Vibion accelerometer, And the study involved 160 children aged around 11 and a half years who wore the accelerometer on their right thigh for 8 days, 24 hours a day. They also reported the start time and duration of all cycling walking and car trips in the travel lot. So let's then go to the study design. The data for this study was collected as part of the free ride project from children living into southeastern Finnish cities and the children were recruited through schools and the study protocol was approved by the Research Ethics Committee. The data collection took place in spring 2021 during snow free time. So there was no snow during this time, which in Finland is is an important consideration. And the children filled out a questionnaire at school, which included questions about background variables and visits to different destination and travel modes. They also kept a travel log where they reported the exact start time of each trip, the destination, the primary travel mode, and the duration of the trip. And like mentioned, the children wore a Phoebian device for 8 days, 24 hours per day. And a little bit background of Fibian device, it measures raw acceleration on three axes and it has been earlier validated for estimating moderate to vigorous physical activity and energy expenditure. So then the researchers segmented cycling, walking and car trips from the Fibian data based on the start time and duration of each trip reported in the travel log. They then calculated the moderate to vigorous activity duration and metabolic equivalence of tasks for each trip segment. They used linear effects model to predict and compare these measures between the different travel types. So now this is where it gets interesting. The researchers found that there was no difference in activity and moderate to vigorous activity duration during walking trips compared to cycling trips. However, there was a lower cycling duration during walking trips compared to cycling trips. Both activity and moderate to vigorous activity duration were lower during car trips compared to cycling trips. Met-level was significantly lower during car trips but significantly higher during walking trips compared to cycling trips. The researchers also calculated the sensitivity and specificity of Vivian in measuring cycling during the cycling trips compared to the walking and car trips. They found that the sensitivity and specificity were optimized when the minimum required duration for measured cycling was 29 seconds or less. However, when the minimum duration of cycling was increased, sensitivity decreased while specificity increased. This indicates the sporadic nature of children's free living cycling and suggests that only a fraction of the cycling trip. So let's take a step back and consider the broader implications of these findings. The ability to accurately measure physical activity during cycling is crucial for understanding its health benefits and promoting it as part of children's physical activity habit and public health. This study shows that a thigh-worn accelerometer, such as the Fibian device, can capture cycling moderate to vigorous activity better than devices and analysis methods used in previous studies. This is a significant step forward in the field of physical activity research in relate to cycling. However, it's also important to note that the estimated MET level was higher during walking trips compared to cycling trips. This may be due to the fact that capturing of cyclic activity using Fibion is based on continuous pedaling, whereas free-living cycling can also include interruptions such as in traffic lights or during freewheeling. Therefore, while Fibian device can measure a similar activity and moderate vigorous activity duration during free-living cycling trips as compared to walking trips, it may underestimate the met level during cycling. Uh, If you think this from the biomechanics point of view, it's quite easy to understand that as you are freewheeling quite a lot in in cycling usually. So in conclusion, this study provides valuable insights into the measurement of free-living cycling in children using a thigh-worn accelerometer. It highlights the potential of such devices to accurately capture cycling activity and the need to consider the sporadic nature of children's free-living activities and especially cycling when measuring it. These findings have implications for future research in the field of physical activity and can help guide the development of more accurate methods for measuring cycling and other forms of physical activity in children. So, what does this mean for researchers in the field of sedentary behavior and physical activity? Well, it underscores the importance of using appropriate methods and devices to accurately measure different forms of physical activity, such as cycling, as it, it can be quite a big part of moderate to vigorous intensity activity for many individuals. It Also highlights the need to consider the unique characteristics of each form of physical activity, such as the mentioned sporadic nature of children's free living cycle. So that's all for this episode. We hope you found this discussion useful. And thanks for listening and have a brilliant day.